these guys, Thomas Sowell, uh, what's his name, uh, Condus Owens, I would love to have them in the debate. I would love it. I would love to see these people squirm as Carl Genesis brings the heat. You know, Carl Genesis brings the heat to them. What are they going to do when a Carl Genesis comes for you? What will you do when the Carl Genesis comes for you? So we're going to basically talk about that in the next segment coming at the bottom of the hour. We're going to talk about this man, Thomas Sowell. Remember, a fellow of the, of the Hoover Institute. We're going to talk about him, right? And why why am I choose to talk about him tonight? I call him the enemy of sin. So we're going to talk about him tonight. Can you come over? Something I want to show you. 
Told you once, we was gonna take a trip. Touch you with my lips, where you like it. It's tired, don't fight it. Pick it back, ride to the sofa. In the microwave, I got your favorite sofa. Lasagna, that's how much I want you. For flowers, the ceremony starts from the shower. With the water, I got somebody's daughter in the doctor headquarters. Chilling, preparing for the sex drilling. She said, same thing in Spanish. Got me feeling managed. Me and you finna vanish real quick. Feel this shit. Got cheese, try to make cheese to get your friend to go to see. Maybe make sure that's my seed. Quiet nights like this. Bachelor like me is single. Talking to humans bilingual. Let's mingle in the crowd. Watch them show. Pop some more wit. Trying to get you so wet. Never been to Spain. Never been a lame. Haunted. Ever since I've been a toddy. Fucking with niggas with ageless bodies. Talking to me while I squeeze it there. Let me talk to you while I wet my fingers through your hair. Mama Sita. Papa Dana. Mama Sita. Papa Dana. Friday night, watch, breaking the old school out, boy, we cruising. By four niggas and four hoes, it ain't gonna be nobody losing. Loot, but they choosing. Shoot, better get in where you fit in, cause it's crucial. I'm trying to cut by two of them girls, cause that's just what I'm used to. I mean that. The first to look my way, just gonna get some black hat. To the front, to the back, this cognac. Got my throat burning like burlap. Everybody cheesing, know these hoes gonna cut like please, please. These hookers, they praise my group like Reverend Holy praising Jesus. The easiest was the meanest, but the skeezer was a beanie. Beanie. She thought we was a motherfucking kid, so I checked her like the king I am. No disrespect intended. So her anesthetic friends get out before they got offended. To the luck queen top, we went. Laying them hoes down on the freestyle tip. Cheetah, cheetah, mama, sita. Papa Dana, 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 mama, sita. Colombia, I don't think it's from here in Atlanta, Georgia, and you don't think I got nothing for you? You must be crazy. I'm out here trying to feed my baby. Little freak, y'all should see. See, do it one more time. See. folks in the voice of the call nation radio show broadcasting you through here we go hey this is miley cyrus you're rocking with the best Hello, nation bringing you the news you don't want to hear but love all right Bill radio show broadcasting throughout the world. I'm proud to be here. This network, shout out to Show Butter, Show Experience, and all the other uh, DJs on the, the Bill Radio Network and everything like that. Thank you for here. Shout out to DJ Stanham and all the people in the, uh, the administration of the, uh, the Bill Radio for putting this together and giving us a voice and a platform to work with. I'm proud to be here. And everything. I'm always going to represent Bill Radio. Um, 
Now, let me dig into this uh, Thomas Sowell. I'm going to see if I can find to set this up. Let me see if I can find something like that. Uh, this is what I'm talking about. And this is why it's important that we have. What is one thing? Thomas Soul. Thomas Soul. I'm following this fool on TikTok, you know. All right. Let's see. What is it? Let's listen to some of his uh, his rants. Slavery has been a universal institution for thousands of years, as far back as you can trace human history. And what we're looking at is if slavery is something that happened to one race of people in one country. When in fact the, the 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 spread of it was around the world, and night and seven. That's a lie. Slavery wasn't all around the world. Okay, it happened to certain people who were conquered, right? And the people, the reason why people were enslaved because they weren't conquered, right? Slavery in America was based only solely on race. This is what he's basically trying to do. He's trying when when people start off talking like that. There you there are open enemies inside of our race. He's basically saying that uh we should not uh, America should not be held account for for what it did in slavery. And he's basically letting America and white America off the hook by saying what they want to hear. Continue. Which is when Adam Smith published The Wealth of Nation as well as when the United States got started. He said that Western Europe is the only place in the world. Where there is no slavery, uh, and even in the Western, even the Western Europeans had vast numbers of slaves in the Western in, Hemisphere, yeah. but not in that Western Europe itself. And so, if so basically, what he, basically what he's admitting to is the fact that slavery, uh, although these people made money off slaves, they didn't have to actually look, uh, look at that, right? But he doesn't talk about how the fact that. America, right? As American, Western European attitudes. Uh, uh, see, Western Europeans were not connected directly to what was going on in slavery. Majority of people there were barely uh, re republic-minded. They didn't know uh, much about the rulers and aristocracy and the business deals they did far flung in their name. When they did find out this stuff, right? How the arist aristocrats were enslaving people getting uh, rich and and, and, and and racism and stuff like that, they basically revolted against that. That did not happen in America, where America was a country that saw the slavery up in its face and condoned it. There's a difference. While some Europeans didn't care or different and everything, when a large numbers of Europeans found out but what was going on? That's what led to the French Revolution. That's not what he's going to talk about. One of the reasons why the French Revolution happened in the mid-1700s was the fact that the French were like the, the rich aristocracy have this vast uh, array of wealth and use the human degradation of slavery and the slave trade and as this new identity called being a Frenchman, it was in their name. So therefore, they rebelled against it. Same thing that happened in Spain and in Portugal and all those other countries. Wait a minute here. You're, uh, uh, you, we're basically 
told that we're Portuguese and everything. But the proletariat, the peasant class, and uh, the regular Portuguese, like, I don't see no benefit for this cruel institution that's done in my name. And not only in my name, in my religion. Remember that. There were people who, for religious reasons, said, this is evil. And you have people who are Catholic saying, how can we condone something this evil and practice the same religion? But Thomas Sowell's not going to talk about that. He's not going to talk about that. The, the, the fierce debate that happened over slavery. He just basically, matter of fact, oh, slavery happened, slavery happened. People like this are dangerous. People like this are the reason why we have what we in the situation we are in right now. Because this white guy's sitting there listening to this guy, like, oh, yeah, you're so deep and everything. You know, he's saying what the white man wants to hear. Because he's in the Hoover Institute. Reparations. Uh, he basically this. Basically, he doesn't believe black people deserve reparations for slavery. He doesn't believe it. So the next clip, he's going to talk about reparations for slavery. You know, he's going to talk about reparations for slavery. So let's see, what does he have to say about reparations for slavery? Slavery is going to be the greatest transfer of wealth back and forth, uh, and between and and and, and cross hauling, as they say in, in the railroad. Because the number of, of whites, for example, who were enslaved in uh, North Africa by the Barbary pirates. Now, that's a lie. Whites were not enslaved based on race. You know, he's trying to, what he's trying to do is complete uh, or uh, uh, diminish the significant role of race-based slavery in the transatlantic slave trade by saying whites were enslaved too by the Barbary pirates. That's a lie. People were captured by Barbary pirates, but they were not put to slave uh, uh, to, to create wealth because it, where's the pr proof of the wealth that was created? You see the proof of the wealth that was created by the uh, the uh, the Wall Street banks. Wall Street finance, Wall Street banks and Wall Street finance, the shipping companies, the insurance companies, all that stuff like that, you can get rich by investing in uh, uh, bonds, stocks and bonds of slave trading companies that brought human cargo Today, it was the most profitable thing in human history. Slavery fetched, a, a boatload of slaves fetched more than a boatload of gold. That's how valuable slavery was. But basically what he's doing is apolog apologizing and letting white people off the hook by saying, oh, slavery always existed. We should just move on. You can't move on from this. You know, you cannot move on from this. You have to acknowledge this. So basically what he's basically doing is he's basically apologizing to white people, you know, you know, and then look at the comments. Thomas Sowell, brilliant intellect. You know, absolute truth. The only left wants to go back in time for a satisfied own narrative. World history doesn't start with America. Especially see how world history, you know, love this guy so much. He's so brilliant. That, that's what they, so when you basically, if you're basically, um, uh, 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 basically, um, uh, 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 saying what they want to hear, you know, then somebody said, Milton Bradley said, Milton, Milton Bradley said, uh, they always, Michael Beck said it best, they always find one day. Somebody said, you must study the definition of slavery across the globe. It was a completely different. It's called chattel, you know? And the bottom line, nobody wants to say, this was chattel slavery that was going over here. Chattel slavery. Chattel slavery had, uh, 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 chattel slavery had died out in the rest of the world. It literally died out in the rest of the world. It died out in the ancient times. 
people were in prison or you got what we call Shanghai, people forced labor, conversely, there's nothing like that. Chattel slavery was the was the legal institution of basically taking human beings and making them animals, chattel. They had no rights. Now you can go and kidnap somebody and make them work for you, right? If you, if the law doesn't capture you or whatever like that. Chattel meant by law, by de jure, and by law, you were condemned to be subhuman. You had no human rights over your body. You were chattel. You know, when you are chattel, you have absolutely no rights over your body. Your body is just property to, uh, uh, to somebody else. So, therefore, that's why I said we have to wage war against these, these race traders and these Uncle Toms. Because what they're trying to do is apologize and let white people off the hook, let the races off the hook, and basically forgive. They're forgiving white people, and white people are not even asking for an apology. White people aren't even sorry about what they had. So why are you forgiving them when they haven't even started the process of apology? I'm sick of it. Let's listen to another one with this fool have to say, you know? Uh, uh, let's see. The real social science. Let's see. Thomas Sowell. Let's see. Thomas Sowell. You got these black people following this fool, you know? Okay. Let's see. Let's see what else this guy is. is a great idea. That does not mean it's a great reality. One of the things that, that disturbs me Look at the white guy's face. is about this enthusiasm for Bernie. Now, he talks about socialism. Now, he does what he doesn't understand is the rich elite in America have socialism. Slavery institution was socialism. Right? Why? Because it redistributed wealth to poor whites and enfranchised them. It guaranteed them a, a place in the racial hierarchy that a safety net that they wouldn't have to fall to. There was, there was the, the, all the hardships of being at the bottom of society. It, it, uh, it was a social order that protected the poorest, the most ignorant white people. The white people looked down on the poor whites, the, the trash and everything. There's a book called White Trash that came out a couple of years ago explained this. That safety of being white in America, right, is probably more, more great than having anywhere in history. If you have white skin in America, right, there's a social hierarchy in America that protects you from the bottom dropping out on you at any time. That's called the white trash syndrome. That means you're going to, the white people on the bottom, the white trash will support the system because it gives them a place in it. He doesn't, Thomas Sowell doesn't uh, want to acknowledge that. That there's a social contract that white people will vote against their own interests if they think black people are going to benefit from it. That's why they don't like health, free health care. They don't like, like this. That's why white people don't like public transportation. They don't like city parks and all stuff like that. They try to destroy public libraries and stuff like that. You know, public education. You know, side these uh, right wing people are always attacking things like public education, uh, 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 public welfare, and all basic social services that every modern civilization has a social safety net. Even though they're the most benefit, the the, uh, the 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 social benefits were created for them. People don't realize that welfare and social programs was created for the poor whites. It wasn't created for black people. You know, they didn't sit down in the 1930s and craft up the New Deal thinking about black people. You know, that 
it, it just so happened that some of us uh, uh, took advantage of these things, but it, it was not created for us. There was white men who basically wanted to, wanted to, there was large numbers of white women in America, people don't realize this history, in the 1920s, who had to rely on prostitution to survive. So they created the social welfare system for white women. Because white women now have to do things like being nannies, prostitution, and selling beer and stuff like that. So they said, for single white females, let's create this thing called the welfare system. Basic uh, thing. So they could basically have a basic life, whatever, and everything. And they could still, with their white skin, move up the social ladder or intermingle. They, they weren't burdened. And the worst fear was some of these white women would marry affluent black men at the time. So Thomas Sowell doesn't talk about that, you know. As a race trader, his job is to make sure, make it seem like the government uh, uh, created welfare just for black people. No, welfare was created for white people. And he always portrays like white people are so loyal to America and they're patriotic and everything. Oh, okay, Mr. Thomas Sowell, let's just talk about the whites in Jersey and New York who were helping the Germans uh, U-boats during World War II in Raritan Bay. It got so bad, there were sabotages of U.S. Navy vessels by whites who would bomb uh, and sabotage and take money from the Germans. The Germans almost made it to the United States East Coast with their U-boats and everything. It wasn't until Lucky Luciano sent the mob into uh, uh, Raritan Bay and the shipping docks and the fishing docks and basically put it under control. And they, they released them. There was white people out there who were taken by and after the war. Everybody forgot about that. They forgot about uh, white people were split between, uh, immigrants were split between siding with the Nazis and basically America because they were greatly disappointed in the America that they came to. And so a lot of them basically wanted fascism. A lot of them were anarchists. A lot of them wanted socialism. And the people don't realize General Daugherty's raids where he rounded up a lot of radicals and socialists and everything and anarchists and deported them. But that's written out of history. According to him, the only people that complain about America are black America. This is what I'm talking about, folks. This is how these people do. They take our name, right? They take our legitimate grievances and say we don't have a right to our legitimate grievances. We don't have a right to our legitimate grievances. Everybody else who has a gripe, whatever like that, can speak their mind and say, I have a, uh, we were wrong and everything. But somehow when the black people, oh, oh y'all just complaining again. And they get buffoons like this up here uh, to speak for them. You know, speak for them, you know. And more about the enemy within. You know, let's, let's, let's listen to another one. White people for slavery. But why don't we ever talk about the Arab slave trade? This gentleman is absolutely right. Slavery was an immoral stain on the universal history of humanity. He goes on to cite many examples throughout the centuries of horrific slavery practices. That's what they always do. They don't want to talk about, they, they basically always want to basically talk about, oh, slavery existed, but it has a difference. It has a difference. And I'm glad I'm stitching this stuff, so I hope people will listen to this, right? And I want you to listen to this. And listen to this very carefully. Get this through your thick heads, right? The rest of the world never went around the world saying that this is the land of the free and the home of the Let me put that in there. The difference is 
the difference is the rest of the world rest of the world never said it was the land of the free it never said they never said they never said we are a, an enlightened civilization enlightened civilization the last hope of mankind you know i hope he reads that so while we say while we talk about the rest of the world right and this is what i'm saying where why all these people who want to debate why don't these people ever come to the college every time i debate these people on tiktok they shut up you know you know they shut up you know uh it says a moral standard but today's stand was accepted into the centuries and uh, should be tanked for becoming enlightened enough to end four thousand years and uh, enslavement like these are, yeah all rates have been slaves at some point yeah okay this is what these people always basically apologizing and defending america you know and this is why the black man we have to basically uh, uh realize what we're up against uh, nobody's going to come to our aid. No one's going to come to our back because people in America want comfort. They want black people in America to shut up. They want us to shut up about slavery. They're sick and tired of being talked about slavery. They basically come here and they basically want to fit in. This is a great country. They're coming from America always invites people from the worst situations around the world. You know, southern Italy, you know, Ireland, you know, Greece, all these freaking shithole countries russia and they bring them over here and everything like that and they bring them over here to be just nothing but filthy white trash no matter how much education they get it's still nothing but freaking filthy white trash because they adopt the white trash mentality they basically say yeah america uh, uh gives them a pass because they got that white skin and then you got the hispanics if they're light enough they can pass ages are somewhat more acceptable so the bottom line is all they want is the black man and i can't look look we got all these people against us we can't do nothing. But I'll be damned when I have a voice and I got to say something, you're going to silence me. That's not going to go down. We, if we say that we're not satisfied with uh, the situation and we want to build our own in institution, we want to build with our mother, they're trying to destroy our relationship with Africa. So they don't want to have us have anything in America. Then we're trying to build bridges to Africa, building their own. Africans don't like y'all and everything. So they're waging a war against us. We're never going to sit back and let you people dictate us. That's why I say you, uh, your, your Shaqs, your Charles Barkley, and your Shannon, whatever his name is, and your Stephen Coonsmith, and all the people do not represent us. You, I don't give a damn who you got on ESC, ESPN. I don't give a damn who you got on Fox News. I don't give a damn who you got on MSNBC. I don't give a damn who you got on uh, the red carpet. I don't give a damn about Jay-Z. I don't give a damn about 50 Cent. I don't give a damn about T.I. and Kill. I don't give a damn about none of these people. Because they're all bought and paid for. They're all freaking race traders. I don't give a damn about... Uh, somebody said a good name about Obama. Somebody called him... Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, Uncle Ruckus. Barack Alabama Obama. 
Barack Obama, Obama. <laughs> I saw Ruffle Rock. I almost fucking spit my drink out. Oh, Barack Obama, Obama. Obama, <laughs> man. I don't give a damn about Barack Obama. The bottom line is this. When I look at the conditions black Americans right now, the death and destruction and everything, the total destruction of black America, as I say, I want my community back. Don't tell me that I I can't have my own community uh, 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 back and we have peace and love and everything like that. That all that I got to see as far as black people is death, destruction. Every day someone's getting shot. Every day it's killing. Every day black men are killing each other, beefing each other and everything. I'm tired of it. So if it means me hating you, I will do that. Because I'm not going to hate myself, you know. Uh, uh, I, I'm not going to hate myself to love America. I'm sorry. I'm not going to do that. That's too much of a price to pay. You know? I'm not going to too much of a price to pay. I'm not going to hate myself to love you. You know, America has America has a price. The price is we have to hate ourselves, you know, to love them. We have to basically swallow everything. We have to look at it. What do you think our people are going crazy? You got a country that really hates our guts. Did everything they can to humiliate, destroy, and uh, I'm going to lie and say, oh, what a great thing. That's what Muhammad Ali was talking about. They said, well, you apologize for those unpatriotic. Who the fuck cares about those goddamn America? You know, I'm not going to apologize for shit. See, Muhammad Ali made his mistake was when it came, he should have stuck, stuck with that original message, man. America is a racist country, has no right uh, 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 telling me to go fight some Asian man, whatnot. When, when uh, yeah, he should have stuck with that. But when it changed later on to he was fighting because of his religious beliefs. He, he pivoted to his religious beliefs as a reason why the war. He should have said, look, I don't think any black man should be fighting the white man's war. Then you got people out there talking about, well, where are black men dying in Vietnam or not? This is the only country in the world that basically, and basically, I'm going to say this before we begin the next segment, basically will send black people to lynch them and then be dirty enough to send them over in boatloads to the European theater to fight for them. To die and get slaughtered in Europe uh, in World War One. Send us to the friggin' uh, Philippines to fight. A lot of us turn on, on the United States and start fighting for the Filipinos. Threw our weapons down and join the Filipinos. They don't want to tell you about that history. Send us to fight the San Juan and whatnot. Teddy Teddy Roosevelt's Rough Riders and everything. And then when these men, with their bravery, instead of basically giving them credit that these men won the war, he went up there and said, I had to uh, force these men up the hill. He stole their valor for them. Teddy Roosevelt stole these black men's valor for them, right? He claimed the victory when he was basically hiding like a coward. The black men did all the fighting. He went up there and said, yeah, you know, I had to put a, uh, a, a bayonet up there to make them fight. You know, all this all this humiliation and, and, and wrong they've done to us centuries, we're supposed to just forget about all this. So we're going to talk about that more, folks. Here we go. This is Miley Cyrus. You're rocking with the best. 
choice you love me so we're gonna basically rock tonight and I'm, I'm just not getting warmed up and everything so we're gonna talk about these uh uh uh, uh traders tonight try to see a song that could really set the mood you know set the mood tonight for uh we're talking about race traders and stuff like that I need some real some warm music you know, I need some real war music. Let's see if I can uh, get something out here. What can I do? What can I do? What can what can we what can we uh, have that that could basically set the mood of uh, a lot of hip hop is just fun and games and shit. You know, I, I, I realize I don't really have a lot of like real fight the power type of music, you know? <coughs> okay, let's see. Yeah, I played that last week. Let's see. Played that last week. Uh, oh, maybe this will work. Maybe this will work. Maybe this will work. Let's see if this will work. Second move. I, I'm not absolutely sure. Equal rights and justice for all, rise and never fall. Tell them, say, boom, what they gonna do when none of them not true? Say, what they gonna do, them get through, yeah. Who do you think you are? We're living in a small world. As wicked as you think you are, we're living in a small world. As bad as you think you are, we're living in a small world. And bullets and guns, that day will come when Emperor 
right into it now I, I showed you what the consensus is right you wonder what you you when I say reparations is impossible that's what I mean the majority of people basically think that America can do no wrong America is right whether wrong or right America has this idea that it's wrong or right no matter what it does it's always right America has always convinced us that uh, even when it does wrong, uh, we see the, the things the American way. Now, there's the truth into uh, right, uh, might makes for right, because America has money and power, and we don't. And white America has money and power, that means they're right. There's an old saying by many philosophers, just because, and uh, Frederick Douglass uh, uh Bald is I forgot the philosopher who wrote, originally wrote it, but Frederick Douglass quote says, "Just because you're the majority, don't mean you're right." America, white, the white majority, sees things the world way. That don't mean they're right. But we've adopted the idea because might makes for right, they must be right. And so, therefore, the the race trade in Uncle Tom, the reason why they have so much vested, and we're going to talk about something in this segment right here. The misinformation of black about black America, the hiding of black success in, in America. <clears throat> the, the, it, see, it's imperative that to when you look at the people like the racial Jesse Lee Peterson and Candace Owens, they always make it seem like black people in America aren't doing well. That's why we're so angry. They don't want. They completely ignore. That if you go around the country, black people are doing professional jobs, raising families, doing all kinds. There's black success every day. Every time I look around, there's a black, uh, three black MBAs just open up a new bank, open up this, open up that. We're, we're succeeding, right? <clears throat> now, what they don't like is the fact that when you interview these people, they don't, they're not kissing white people's ass. They're very pro-black, and that doesn't fit their narrative. And many of them are joining the Pan-African cause. Right, and they want to help build their community and everything. So basically, when somebody gets success, they're supposed to lord all. Because, thank God, Lord, my Lord and Savior, white America. As I've said in the first segment, America is their God. America, is God. they don't have. They don't say uh, when you get up there, you black, you made your million. They don't want you to say God did it. In their mind, you you got God is America. White America believes that its race is God. God is white. America is white. God is white people's land. And everything good comes from a white America and, and above. So therefore, when you basically give the credit to yourself, your black family and everything, right, they want to be like Kanye. They can't they don't know what to do with Kanye. Kanye's like, I don't need you people, you know? He's like this. Adidas want to drop me? So why ahead? Adidas is losing all three hundred million dollars. Why? Because Kanye's like, yo, look, Kanye's smarter than them. The game is changing. 
is my his name that sells. See, when you have confidence in yourself that your brand's gonna sell, you can say, look, you can walk up and deal say, look, if you don't want it like that, oh, we're gonna cancel you. Right? They're not canceling Kanye. He's gonna probably gonna make more money outside of the demons. He can make his shoes anyway. He got the brand. People want to buy his brand. They thought all oh, the pile on, oh, Eric Kanye's done. And he's still staying strong. Brother Bomani, I'm in the middle of my show, brother. <laughs> Give me like 45 minutes. Yeah, okay, I'll be, I'll, I'll call you. All right, all right, brother, please. My brother, Bamani, he's in Tanzania right now. We, we, we're putting together the Africa for Africa tours and whatnot. He's going to Tanzania. He's in Tanzania right now. He was toured to Ghana right now. He's got 15 people on his tour in Tanzania. He's going to uh, uh, Ghana next month. He's got 20 people. And uh, we plan a trip, a great trip in 2024 to Liberia. You want to get on it? Let me know. <clears throat> we got a tour coming up in South Africa. Uh, uh, the Tanzania tour. They got they go to Zanzibar, school, uh, uh, snorkeling. They go on a safari. Uh, everything. I mean, the, the restaurants, the uh, riverboat, uh, the, the casino, the, the floating riverboats with the restaurants on them. <clears throat> They're really doing it up. The tours are great. Bomani runs the best tour operations, and that's my partner right there. So we're building up the tour to Liberia. Liberia is a historic country for African Americans and Black America. It's an extension of Black America and Africa. So that unique history of Pan Africanism and, uh, and pro-Black as a, a republic is in Liberia. You know, so we're basically going to uh, build that tourism. And I'm basically working with the Liberian Tourism Association and stuff like that. So Tanzania, uh, Rwanda next year. Rwanda is a great country. And so all these countries were adding on to the bucket list of places where we're going. Uh, Senegal, you know, and all these countries. We're Pan-African tourists. And also, we go there, we buy, we stay in, like, black-owned hotels and black-owned restaurants and stuff like that. So all the money's circulating back with our people, you know. So if you're interested in uh, going to the continent for your thing, the, the rates are really reasonable, you know, 10 days. The rates are reasonable. Most most of the tour packages are under four thousand dollars, and you know we got a savings plan for you if you uh, <clears throat> want to go and stuff like that. So, Bomani's been taking people to the continent now for sixteen years. He took over five hundred people, six hundred people to the continent, and so he does tours. So let me know if you really want to go to the continent on your first tour, touching down on African soil. It's a life changing experience once you once you hit the African continent for the first time. You'll never be the same, you know. <clears throat> so back to these uh, race traders, you know. Uh, we have people that want to defend white America, right? Or get over slavery. Many of the people who do this are black immigrants, right? Because they're like, come over here. And they're the biggest pick me. Pick me, white people. Pick me, white people. I won't create And white people, and, and honestly, there's a lot of white people who say, I'm not racist, right? But they just cannot deal with the black African-American attitude. And they're always on eggshells around uh, uh, black people in America because they want to say their own thing. They could be more freer among Africans because Africans be like, okay, you know, I don't care about slavery. My ancestors weren't slaves and everything. So, oh, that's good. That's a relief. You weren't, your ancestors weren't slaves. Slavery is always going to be the issue. 
Now, what these Africans and Caribbeans, some of the Caribbean, not really Caribbean, but Africans, and these black people, these Negropeans from the UK and everything want to do is they want black America to shut up all slavery because it makes them uncomfortable. Everyone is there, uh, opportunities with white people, you know? And the bottom line is this, you look at the black people in Africa, the situation in Africa, Africa's not improving. You got Nigerians being kicked out of Dubai. Oh, I thought Nigerians were supposed to be so great. They got a good, Nigerians got a good propaganda machine going on about how successful they are. But yet, everyone is getting kicked out of Dubai. Dubai's looking at it and saying, look, y'all say y'all, uh, y'all convince us that you guys are these great black people. But we look at the cost, right? A lot of your women are involved in prostitution. A lot of Liber- Nigerians are involved in scams, uh, stuff like that. A lot of them are, are burdened in the social welfare system, you know, collecting welfare, collecting free housing and free this. So Dubai is like, we're going to go broke with these people. They're not adding value to the country. So they get kicked out. That don't happen to black America, but we go places. We got the U.S. passport. We're U.S. citizens. We know we can go to any country in the world because we're not going to be an economic. We're not economic migrants. So therefore, what what uh, what uh, Candace Owens, all the people, oh, Nigerians are successful. Where? When you see success, you know how you see successful people. First of all, people doing and people accomplishing are two different things. I wrote this parable this week. Doing and accomplish. Well, sorry. How do we how do we forget? You know what happens when we have a jewel from the College Genesis? We got to do it right. We got to do it right. We have to do it right. Okay. Okay. Let's do it right. College Genesis. Doing and accomplishing accomplishing are two completely different things. Okay? Let me matter of fact, let me just read the exact quote. I'm not gonna do ad lib. Let me read the exact quote. I said there's so many people. Let me just <laughs> Okay, okay. Doing and accomplishing accomplishing are two different things. Just because someone is doing doesn't mean they are have accomplished anything. An accomplishment requires discipline. Discipline is the bridge between a thought and an accomplishment. See, the thing is, what people, what black people do is they'll say, I'm doing something. And they don't accomplish anything. They'll say, to justify their presence or whatever like that, they'll basically give out a turkey or they'll, they'll act like they're doing something in the community. Doing something. But they don't care about what they accomplished. Just so they can say they did something. You know? Now, let me give you an example. <clears throat> just recently... There was this big gang bust in, in, in Georgia, right? I'm going to get back to what I was talking about, the black immigrants in a minute. You know, don't, I, I'm, I'm going to let you out there, folks. I know people tell me, Colin, you get on a topic and you go on something else and you forget about what you're saying. I hear you. I'm going to talk about that. Anyway, they said these, these gangs, blood gangs, the crypt gangs, whatever like that, were terrorizing the state. And the Georgia Bureau of Investigation just busted up hundreds of these gang members and everything like that. And what they said was, a lot of times what they'll do is they'll give out, uh, play basketball, they'll act like they're doing something, 
positive. Doing something on the surface, not accomplishing anything, but doing. We're the type of people, right, when you basically are us, we're impressed by when someone's doing something. They're doing something. Sometimes you can do absolutely nothing and accomplish more than trying to do something for your own aggrandizement and your own uh, 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 self-promotion. Should I repeat that again? Sometimes you could do more, you could accomplish more by doing nothing. You're saying, well, what do you do? Well, uh, what you didn't do, you didn't make the situation worse. You didn't give somebody false hope. You didn't mislead somebody for your own personal gain and your own personal benefit. So you accomplish a lot. Well, Colin, man, you're raising the bar. Yes. I'm raising a bar because there's too many doing pe- doers out here. Not a lot of accomplishers. That's why when we look around and say, damn, there's all these people doing stuff, but nothing's getting better. They're doing. They're not accomplishing. You know, doing is when the bar is so low, you can just show up and you do something. You know, T.I., I'm doing something. Killer Mike, I'm doing something. Every rapper, Jay-Z, Beyonce, they're giving millions of dollars away. Kyle, they're doing something. No, they're doing that for a tax write-off and, and social credit. They're not accomplishing anything. Nothing gets accomplished with these people relying on these entertainers. They don't accomplish anything. They do a lot, but they don't accomplish anything. Accomplishment, when you have an accomplishment, right, you don't have to say your accomplishment speaks for itself. Now, I had a little um, conundrum with that. I realized that accomplishment speaks for itself. But sometimes, right, you have to speak about your accomplishments. Because uh, some people say, well, uh, 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 accomplishment speaks for itself. But sometimes people will take your accomplishments, right, and make it seem like you didn't have nothing to do with it. So sometimes you have to just say, look, this is what we were able to accomplish. To establish yourself. Because no one's going to basically do that. If people don't, uh, if you don't do that, then uh, people say, okay, well, yeah. but if you're the type of person that says, uh, this is what we accomplished, right? The other people say, you know something? We don't want him bragging about it. So we'll give him his accomplishment. We'll give him that win and everything. But if you're a fool, like tech, Nikolai Tesla, right? He accomplished, right? But his inventions, were, ideas were stolen. George Washington Carver, another one. He accomplished a lot, but he basically was humble, and his inventions, he died poor and penniless. Same thing with Tesla. So it's, even though your accomplishment is self-evidence, you have to stand on it. This is my brand. This is what I produce. Like the guy, uh, Mike Lindell from My Pillow. he says, he's in all his commercials. This is my product. I stand by it. This is me, Walt Disney. I created Disney. This is my vision, my, my brainchild. As black people, we're not allowed to do that. People, oh, you're bragging. You're like that. When you're accomplished, you have every right. You have the or right, the moral or right to talk about your accomplishments when you do something on a grand scale. But a lot of our people in that so-called we call uh, accomplishment aren't really doing anything. It's not accomplishing anything. It's really white people behind it. 
and basically they're just the face of what white people are doing. We don't control the record in this recording industry. We're just the face of it. That's doing. That's not accomplishing anything. So, Kyle, what do you think about Tyler Perry? Well, Tyler Perry accomplished a lot. He built the studio. That's an accomplishment. So I give him credit. You make a movie, right? You finish a movie project, and you grow Brian Coogler. Give him credit. He accomplished uh, the impossible. He created, he did two Black Panther movies. That's an accomplishment. That was just doing. There's a lot of people in the entertainment industry just doing, making records, but not accomplishing anything. They didn't move the, the, the needle one bit. Nas has accomplished a lot. He basically owns this and owns that and, and getting with a lot of uh, people. I give Jay-Z credit. He accomplished a lot in the business sector. Same thing with Diddy. Give him credit. You know, you know, Diddy with Shabrock and everything like that. As far as like being businessmen and everything, they accomplished a lot. But as far as like in the community, they have no right to speak for us. Because as far as like in our community, they haven't accomplished anything. We don't have any black businessmen. They haven't put any black people on business. That's an accomplishment, you know, as far as like in black empowerment. They may be doing stuff and, and saying those stuff like that, but all their accomplishments is with the white people. All their doings, a lot of their doings with black people, but there's no accomplishment. Do you understand where I'm coming from? Do you understand why they call me the chief host of the Voice of the Colonization radio show? Do you get jewels like this dropped on you by anybody else? You know, go ahead and use them. You know, I, I, I'm flattered all the time when I see some of my jewels being spewed around the social media. Like, goddamn. People are taking the words right out of my <laughs> I'm like, God. You know, I'm flattered. I'm really flattered. Doing and accomplishing are two different things. There's a lot of our people who accomplish a lot when it comes to the white community and white business and making themselves rich. But as far as like doing uh, accomplishing in our community, there's a lot of people doing things in Black America and not accomplishing anything. You know, I do you understand where it comes from? So when people ask you, they're doing, they're doing. No, but what are they accomplishing? What are they accomplishing? Nothing. You see those still, still the same situation in all these communities, economic disparity and everything like that. There's some people that are trying to do something. I think the, the Buy Black the Block is an example of doing, not accomplishing. The Buy Black the uh, Buy Back the Block movement. You know, I always thought that was uh, foolhardy because how are you going to buy back something nobody wants to live in? You know, doing versus accomplishing. You know, you know, doing versus accomplishing. I'm a, I'm gonna move for some uh, Afro beats, man. I, I I gotta have some. I I I'm a, I gotta have some Afro beats. You know, my boy, burner boy. <laughs> Thank 
change my energy. I no get time for no enemy. No replay for me, Tommy. Nothing with person ever see. I'm on nothing with person ever see. Forget it, I say bash. No reason expect it. Take away body, I just say. I take out to the person. Get jelly, 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 jelly. I'm in the answer, yes sir. Then I'm in the answer, yes sir. Respect is reciprocal, even though we not know they're special. Anybody with no one to touch it. Anybody with no body, body. I can't touch it. I can't touch it. So bad, bad, Ago, I said I hope I think Afro beats are gonna save our culture. You know, save the uh, like our music industry. This music becomes popular and and, and venues and stuff like that. And, uh, and these people, I've seen this one chick. Her name is Glorilla. What the hell in the human pieces of feces is that? Glorilla. You know, that's cute. I mean, I look. <sighs> Let me stop. I mean, that girl is nasty looking, you know? But what gets me is I, black people are just, just the bottom of black America, right? Glory. I guess she got a little light tone to her or whatever. And that's her thing. I'm a little light tone, light skin, light brown skin, whatever. And that's her glow. And I, you know, black people are just so fucking sick and obvious, you know? I mean, that girl is so disgusting looking. You know, that mean, geez, that's just, that used to be the the, uh, the jump off crackhead back in the days. You know, you just fucking, you know, like that. Now these people are making fucking uh, 
uh, record deals and they give them platforms and everything like that to look ratchet and nasty. There's no standards anymore. No, no, I said not just a black community, it's a white community too. Everybody's a freaking some sort of every woman, some sort of whore, every man, some sort of a moron or some uh incel or some weirdo, whatever. The white guys, you know, every black guy is some sort of goon or thug. The very worst uh in the humanity is out on display for us. Glorilla, what the hell? Oh. Yeah, you know, uh, Megan Thee Stallion, Cardi B, say, what the hell is this garbage for? You know, uh, it's just sad, you know. But that's what they want a Black America to be, and they want to basically make it seem like Black America is this. We're like the uh, the Billboard man. Uh, yesterday I did an event, man. I have a shirt time at this uh, medical facility. They invited me there to do enrollments to the patients. Into different plans, right? Mostly all black staff there. The director is a black female, you know, black males there and everything like that, high level, you know, and just uh, doctors, medical facilities, black people, African Americans, you know, all top people there of the different uh, 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 branches and everything. And so you go places and you see a lot of black, I deal with a lot of black professionals all day, every day. Black people running businesses, you go to the shipyard. It's all black people, African American. Are all Nigerians down there? No. Black people in Portsmouth, Suffolk, and everything, got neighborhoods they own for generations, homeowners and everything. Chesapeake, Virginia, you know, black the average the median income here is like eighty thousand dollars, household income eighty thousand dollars a year. You know, Virginia Beach, same thing. And Virginia Beach has a twenty five percent black population. So basically, uh when they start talking about black America this what who, who are they talking these people on crack they're, okay there's no black middle class there's no black people record numbers of people graduating from college there's no black people right now to the point where tennessee state is getting an influx of black people and their white people are saying we're losing black students right to, uh, uh to tennessee state why are we well, hey, the, the, the tennessee state people said well the people want to uh go here let me see if i can find that Black HBCUs are booming right now. Black people are, are going to college in record numbers. Black people are graduating from tech schools, doing all kinds of things. But you listen to Thomas Sowell and that black people are sitting around doing nothing, not succeeding in the country, you know. And let, let's talk about who's succeeding. You know, you work for Thomas Sowell, the Hoover Institute. You're not doing hard work. You're not doing nothing creative. You may write books and everything. You're not. You don't have to meet deadlines and everything. You don't have to get up every morning. And, uh, and and drive the work and uh, do hard work and deal with a boss and everything psychological stuff that we all do to put bread on the table. You got a cuff, easy life and everything at an institute. You're not part of the workforce of America that makes it. You you are you are a fellow at an institute. You got the easy life. Same with Candace Owen with his turning point. She makes a lot of and she got a block. She doesn't do any real work. So what do they get in? What so where do they get? They're not even around black professionals. The black conservatives never hang themselves around, according to them, in their world, and they're sick. Black professionals and black people who are successful don't exist to them. We're all out here, and they, they, they think like the white people. Jesse, Jesse Peters, the, the white black people are just so evil. Let me see how I find this fool, Jesse Peters. Let me talk about 
when we talk about race traders, right? And we're right now, like I said, it's a season hate. Hate these people. You know, don't freaking sit back and be like, oh, play with. hate these people. Let them show you you hate them. And like I said, these people will change. But they realize that hate is not coming from, they can't just, oh, well, uh, these are black people. Like they, they can't because the white people are walking away from them. So they got to walk back to us now. Candace Owens just fell out with Donald Trump because they realize now they don't need these freaking people. The black, the white people who want black votes will not know that these black so-called conservatives are a liability. So they don't, the white conservatives don't even want them anymore. You know? Yes, they read. Peter said. So, black people are evil. Why? People are evil. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see, but let's see. These <coughs> white racists, they love Jesse Peterson. Okay, I think this right here. I think this is one right here. I don't like this guy Rashad from Young Turks, but I'll take him over Justin Lee Peterson. I want to have a policy discussion with you about the George Floyd Policing and Accountability Act. I'm going to attempt to have that policy discussion with you. Uh, do you agree or disagree with the George Floyd Policing and Accountability Act? I totally disagree because, as we all know, George Floyd was a, a black, unemployed drug addict. Uh, with a criminal record, mm. and I just okay. Uh, let, let's let's first of all let's clear something up, sir. Um, you really should be ashamed of yourself. You call yourself a Christian pastor. George Floyd is dead. It's his fault. He's he's dead because a cop killed him. No, now, he's question, dead because he was a drug addict. You, my question to you, and that's ad, that's adverse to the evidence, by the way, what you just said. My question to you was about policy. So let me ask you, what in the policy of the George Floyd Policing Act do you disagree with? The whole idea. What Which really is part of the policy, Jesse? Blaming the cops and no responsibility Jesse, for the I'm asking blacks. you, what part of the policy is written? You can find it at congress.gov. What part of the policy, sir, do you disagree with? This is a simple question. I disagree with the whole idea of a policy. You haven't policy. read the policy. I, you haven't even read the damn policy. Come I on, don't Jesse. need to read it. I don't need to read you it. Don't to need to read it. Because what I've noticed is that black people today, due to their lack of love, their lack of believing in God, they love evil more than they love good, so right? So that's the reason and why so, you don't read and so the that's fact, the reason why you don't read right because we're written by no good black people and why should i waste my time knowing what they're about black folks today and not all not all not all but most have no sense of direction they're blaming everybody but themselves and until they take responsibility for their own lives uh they're not going to get better the now, real truth blame, is let me ask George you, Floyd is dead you because of George Floyd that, and no one a, else. That's a ridiculous point. But do you blame yourself for not reading the policy 
or you blame somebody else? Why should I read the policy when I already know the people? They're you don't even know what's in the policy. Do you? I don't need to know. I don't want to know. I know the people who are writing it. They are no good. Okay. Uh, let's talk about Black Lives Matter. Uh, th this is probably going to end up being an utter waste of my time having you on the show. Uh, do you? Okay. What, what are your thoughts about? You Black don't Lives know that. Matter? You may learn something. Well, we'll, we'll see, uh, preacher. Uh, what? What's about? What is it about Black Lives Matter uh, that you disagree with fundamentally? Black Lives Matter was founded by a bunch of fat, black, radical lesbians. Okay. And who All hate right, have God. I just clown off my show. I appreciate you. Who Thanks hate God. Who... Uh, there you go, Jesse Lee Peterson. Now, here's the, uh, uh, this is uh, uh, the comments, right? Uh, white guy. Lord, uh, but the question you'll give the family rather than to set them up. Truth. Somebody said, truth. He's trying to tell you, keep interrupting you, him, uh, somebody, sunflower, some bed wench, whore. Uh, speaking the truth, just to spot on, white people. See, there's a lot of money in selling your soul. Your soul's for sale. You can get a lot of money and fame from white people. They don't have to, they don't need the Klan and David Duke and all that anymore. As long as they got these niggas out here saying what they want to hear. Some white guy, love Jesse, he speaks the truth, you know? You know, he rebuts to that, Jesse's a smart man. Jesse's a fucking moron. He called white people the devil, you know, you know, when, when he saw your mama. Okay. True. I agree with Peterson. Ask questions. Can interrupt the answer. Jesse uh, didn't lie once. Love Jesse. Always white people. I love this pastor. He doesn't hold back and tell the truth. And people like the truth. The man's asking questions. Theorem. So it's basically all black people are out here doing nothing. And every white person is sitting on his ass collecting stimulus and everything panhandle i see every day not working everything they get a pass but black people you gotta work to use a slave you gotta go out there i don't know what the fucking do shit for to, to white people uh the proof of white people you know fuck them jesse you rock you know love this pastor pastor's so true both can be true pastor speaks the truth he said the whole idea hello he should change captain host get angry when he doesn't want to hear what he wants to hear Jesse is the best. All these white guys. Jesse is a family friend of mine. I've known him since I was seven. He started the bond movement. He's not racist. He speaks the truth. The pastor speaks some truth. just going about the wrong way. You know? Yeah, everybody judging black people. Oh, yeah, you know? I love this guy. So this is when we're under attack. You know? And that's why I said, man, you know, all you people that's joining the mainstream and everything like that, you know, good luck to you. You know? And I, like I said, I'm deeply suspicious of anybody who's trying to break it into the mainstream. That's what you're going to have to sound like if you want to really sell, you know, on both sides, the left and the right. The black leftists I'll talk about next week, they're not the enemies on the end, too, because they're basically pushing uh, atheism, homosexuality, and all this stuff in our community and everything. They're just as dangerous, too. We're all stuck. We're stuck in the middle. We got these bug-eyed, crazy niggas on the right. And these insane uh, psychotic Negroes on the right, and you got these deranged Negroes on the left. I don't know where to turn to. You know, you got Roland Martin, Roly Martin. You know, you got Moist Twatkins. You know, you got all these people on the left, and uh, the Professor Backchew, Tariq Nishi, all these clowns who are just basically doing things. Sports Watkins is doing something, Carla. Dr. Anderson is doing something. He did a lot. What did he accomplish? 
He did a lot, but what did he accomplish? What does Boyce Watkins accomplish? What is Tariq Nasheed accomplishing? With all his antics and everything. What is Professor Black Truth, uh, Jason Black, accomplishing? I don't know. But they're doing. See, the bar is so low. All you have to do is do something. Do you understand what the Collagenesis is saying tonight, folks? How to end you within the people who live among us, right? All they have to do is pretend like they're doing something, right? And not accomplishing anything. And they and they go out there and they put their doings and everything on social media. Oh, he's doing a lot. Meanwhile, they're grifting and they're taking money and they're doing it for all their lining their pockets and doing all the things for their own personal gain and fame and everything because they're doing something. Not accomplishing anything, but they're doing something. Do you understand why they call me Reverend Collagenesis? Do you understand why I preach fire and brimstone sermons and everything? Because when this message gets out there and everything, I'm bringing the heat to these people. I'm bringing the fire to these people. These people are nothing. You know, we have nothing but an illusion. You destroy the illusion, you destroy the man. You know, it's an image. You know, they have an image of invincibility. Oh, don't do this. This college, these people are just too powerful. Collagenesis fears no one. I fear no man on this earth. Because I stand by the truth. And you shall know the truth. And the truth will set you free. We have to basically find out who we are. The political system in America has failed us. Both parties don't mean us any good. So we have to basically come up with solutions for ourselves and everything. And it won't be pretty. You know, we might not like what we want to hear. We might want to like when the answers that we come, a conclusion we come to. But you shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Let's see if I can find some more of this. I want to play a Tennessee State thing I was talking about. Let me see. One thing that. Let's see. I can't find that. Let's see. Maybe if I can find it. Maybe I'll find YouTube. Can't find it on TikTok. Yeah, let's see. Why are blacks going to Tennessee State? Why are blacks going to I can't find that speech. All right, it's on Roland Martin's thing, but I don't want to play fucking Roland Martin. <coughs> Maybe I can skim through it without. I don't want to give Roland Martin no shine on my show, but okay, he's since he's the only one that has it. Okay, all right, lawmaker. Let's see. 
Juice's reaction. Let me see if I can just skip through it. I can skip through it. University had to explain to a Senate committee about the school's lack of housing for the number of its new students. Now, they've had an explosion of new students attending the university. Now, during that hearing, Republican State Senator Todd Gartenheim literally questioned Dr. Glenda Glover, the president of Tennessee State University, about this year's record number of first-time students. Folks, he was just just shocked at to why, how are these black students choosing to go to Tennessee State and ignoring the predominantly white institutions in Tennessee? Watch this. When we go to the chancellor at UTC, and say, why aren't you recruiting more black students to the University of Tennessee of Chattanooga? And he's they're all going to TSU. Uh, you know, are you are we doing a disservice to all the other universities on trying to recruit African American students <laughs> and minority students because y'all make such an aggressive promise to these students to come there that they're bypassing and get the same education. I mean, what, what, I'm trying to figure out in my mind, all this, all of a sudden 2,000 students out of the blue decided, no pun intended, but why, why did they come to TSU? Was it the aggressive marketing campaign or was it because- I the high standard of TSU, the quality education they're gonna get at TSU. Yeah. Yeah, the reputation of whether the folks who've been there. We had, you know, and the people who are there now. I have uh, some people come because of the band. I mean, we like them to come because of the program. But I hear students are telling me, I want to go to teach you because of Rich Crowd Band. Who, by the way, I'm going to throw this in, uh, who, by the way, just today got voted to be nominated for a Grammy Award, two Grammy Awards, our Rich Crowd Band. So. I like this lady, uh, uh, Ms. Glover. She's off the chain, whatnot, president of the That's what I'm talking about. Uh, another thing was on my mind is the fact that um, it's not just so, so uh, 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 black students going to black colleges and everything like that. It's a lot has to do with um, the fact that there's some sort of camaraderie and stuff like that people automatically assume that when you go to a black university you're not going to get into education look what's been happening at white universities lately uh uh, uh the, look what they're talking about look what's this, this this stuff black kids are going to black colleges to get educated they don't want they really don't want to be around these woke leftist white people you know because what you find out is uh, uh, the black people who are stupid enough to go to these, oh, I'm going to these woke uh, universities and everything. I'm gonna everything like that. Wokeism does not be. You're not gonna spend racism. That's gonna be there, and you're not gonna. And so, therefore, black people, uh, when you see black people going to black colleges and everything like that, that's a sense of black nationalism. You know, black nationalism. People are like, oh well, black people becoming more segregated. And everything look that's what they push it's not just racism <clears throat> it's the fact that when you go to colleges you're going to hear things 
uh, 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 you're going to hear about Malcolm X. you hear about Mar- Marcus Garvey. You're going to hear about slavery. You're going to hear about from our perspective. It's, it's a world that you're going to be around, your own kind. And black people are now settling for the fact that we have our own kind. You know, we have our own kind. You know, and we like that. I think we're getting back to that because what they see in uh, the broader uh, thing is so much dysfunction. They see the race. It's not so much as race. I think it's a black dysfunction, which they see in uh, in regular America. In the place where you got black people in power, black people in authority, you know, there's something uh, uh, calming about that. You know, there's something relaxing about that. And so, therefore, when you're around your own kind and 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 you're building those lifetime relationships and everything like that, there's there's something about that. You know, and like I, I, I said. The HBCUs, and we'll get back to that. And Donald Trump pledged $50 billion a year permanently to HBCUs. And some of that money is in Tennessee State. That's why they're able to retract these black students for the money, thanks to Donald Trump. And the fact of the matter is that black people didn't think that was enough of an issue to vote around showed you that the majority of black people don't even give a damn about education. You know, geez, I don't like Donald Trump. Maybe you're racist, whatever. But goddamn, you know, we are not even thinking about on that level. But white people, they're basically making sure their kids get the best education. They're grabbing the dollars, the endowments, the alumni, all that shit like that. They, they're, they're building. Black people, we couldn't even vote around that. That's something tangible, education. I want to see these young kids go to black colleges, historic black colleges, and form those relationships. I want to see uh, 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 Morgan State and... And uh, 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 and uh, what's it, Morehouse and all these other places become strong. Like what you see in Morehouse right now is ridiculous because Morehouse has been funded by enemies of black people, Jews, the LGBTQ. They got openly homosexual programs and everything. When 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 you we we don't re- rely on these people for money and everything, we could build the universities back way. That's what's happening in Tennessee State. They had us so bent over backwards that they were. If they were putting their curriculums in our programs, and we didn't know who we were. Now the pendulum changes. We start talking about Pan-Africanism and nation building. Tennessee State, Tennessee University, State University, State College, right, uh, sent uh, hundreds of laptops to University of Liberia. I think that's beautiful. I want to see more of that, that partnership with Liberia and different African countries and everything. You know, as our responsibility. You know, as our partner, our partner country. You know. So that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do in Liberia. You know, we're going to basically like this. We want to partner with Black HBCUs, and say, look, this is what we're going to do. Liberia is part of Black America. You know. You know. So the education and everything like. Let's uh, let's end this with some music, folks. And I want to, and I'm going to see you guys back here next week. Same call time, same call channel. Okay.
okay same call time same call channel you know so we're gonna play some music going out and I'll see you next week
Good night, folks.